everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be discussing dealing with revenge after narcissistic abuse. Revenge is defined as the action of inflicting hurt or harm on somebody for an injury or wrong suffered at their hands. The way I see it is that after abuse, specifically narcissistic abuse, there will inevitably be a drive and a motivation to take revenge on one's perpetrator. Actions taken towards evening the playing field, getting back at and taking revenge on one's abuser are extremely self-destructive and incredibly futile, however. It usually takes over one's consciousness, one's mind, one's emotional field, becomes all-consuming. All that one can think about is the pain that they want to inflict on their abuser to get back at what was done to them. In reality, this hurts those who are trying to take revenge more in the long run. It's important to understand that the one who hurt you, the one who was hurting, ultimately was hurting themselves. Hurt people hurt people. Revenge is an astronomical amount of energy that ultimately is not worth it. At the core of revenge is the desire to fight back against powerlessness, humiliation, and to soothe inner anger and shame based on one's mistreatment. Based on this, it's evident that because these emotions are going on within, these internal processes are going on inside, therefore, fighting them on the outside world and getting back at those who are outside of oneself is profoundly ineffective. The work must be done internally. At the core of the desire to take revenge is a rejection of love, a sort of unrequited love. Essentially, what happened was we gave a part of ourselves to another person and the part of ourselves that we gave over to them to be loved, to be appreciated, to be accepted, was rejected, mistreated, and abused. Essentially, the part of ourselves that we did give over to the other person, we did not necessarily love ourselves or that part of ourselves the way it needed to be loved. In a sense, we were hoping for the other person to, uh, to connect to it, to love it, to accept it, and they rejected it and abused it in exchange. That part of ourselves that is shamed or the part of, us, or part of ourselves that we rejected that we gave to somebody else, we ourselves have disowned it. And therefore, on a certain level, we ourselves are our own abusers. In a sense, we are rejecting ourselves. That is the part of ourselves that felt powerless. And in essence, we were implicit in the abuse because we allowed, we gave permission to that self, that part of ourselves to be given away to somebody else to reject it and abuse it. Now, this is the part of ourselves that wants to take revenge. Usually, this is the inner child. So the inner child, the helpless inner child, the one who was abused, mistreated early on, uh, who feels unloved, who feels unacceptable, who feels worthless and desperately trying and craving to get acceptance, love, unconditional love from other people, that is the part of ourself who is hurting. And ultimately, the more hurting it is, the more it wants to get accepted from other people and loved by other people, the more it does get rejected, uh, leading to a very devastating emotional, psychological state. So I think it's important to point out that self-sabotage, which is something that is to me very confusing uh, the fact that a person can be turned against themselves the way i see self-sabotage is a sort of revenge against the self in a sense we are angry at ourselves for feeling weak helpless and not fighting back and taking a stand uh, the inner child is essentially taking revenge on the adult self uh, this explains why abuse victims are so very hard on themselves oftentimes they're extremely violently physically emotionally and verbally self-abusive revenge from this perspective is an attempt to take back power and punish those who inflicted the humiliation, including ourselves. Revenge is different from justice. There is a very big difference between revenge and justice. However, they are both a response to 
uh, or I should say they both are options after abuse. Revenge is much more based on trying to cause pain towards other people, which ultimately leads to chaos for both parties. Justice, however, is simply to uh, create peace, to create a sense that there is justice in the world, which is a prerequisite to feeling calm, to feeling like there is good and evil, and the evil will be, so to speak, pay for what they've done. The ego wants revenge. The soul, however, realizes that we are all one, and what others did to you is simply an opportunity and experience for growth and expansion. The soul wants justice, uh, which leads to peace. So the antidote to this frustration, to this anger, to this uh, desire for revenge, to take uh, vengeance on those who hurt you, is essentially to see things from a soul perspective. So pers perspective here is a big deal. Shifting from an ego perspective, which wants revenge, to a soul perspective is going to be uh, huge in the, in the, uh, when it comes to healing this uh, desire and this motivation. When you see things from a soul perspective, uh, you can start to understand that things that happen to you are experiences that were brought into your life to help you learn life lessons, to grow, and to heal. So from this perspective, those who abused you, those who were abusive towards you were brought into your life to force you to become aware of inner traumas and wounds that need healing. So oftentimes the experiences we go through, if seen from this perspective, could be appreciated because what it did was it forced you into a part of yourself. It forced you to confront a part of yourself that maybe you were unconscious to, perhaps wounds, and forced you to confront that and ultimately heal. So in fact, it's a sort of a gift, a sort of a... Uh, the light and the darkness, so to speak. It's, it's about the perspective of seeing it as an opportunity as opposed to being a helpless victim of experiences. The antidote to revenge is to forgive the part of ourself that desperately wanted to try and get love from other people but was rejected and denied. We have to understand that and we have to realize that others cannot love us the way we can love ourselves. We have to learn how to love ourselves, accept ourselves, appreciate ourselves, and ultimately forgive ourselves for giving away our power and letting other people do that to us although it was unconscious. It's important to realize that other people cannot give you love if they don't have it, specifically mother and father who lack that within themselves. Oftentimes, narcissistic mothers, narcissistic fathers do not have love for themselves and therefore they cannot give it to others and therefore forgiving them and realizing that they simply do not have what you needed uh, is important and certainly will help with forgiveness. A popular quote by Jesus who said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And essentially, this is the idea that we have to understand that other people who hurt you are unconscious to the fact that they themselves are hurting and projecting that hurt onto you and causing you to go through experiences which most usually they have gone through themselves. Those who are hurting do not need punish punishment specifically from yourself. Your job is not to uh, create justice in the universe by punishing people. Those who are hurt need understanding and understood that boundaries are necessary, perhaps walking away. But when it comes down to it, Vengeance is a waste of energy and usually becomes self-destructive. Hurting people, like I said, are already hurt. Hurting those who are hurting does nothing in the long run except drag you down to their level and ultimately lead to more dysfunction and chaos. Forgiveness does not excuse the abuse and the misbehavior. It allows you, however, to move on in peace and use your precious energy and your resources in a way that is productive and towards building a future that you are proud of. The way I see it as the greatest revenge is to move on and build a life for yourself of purpose and one that you wake up every day being grateful for. It's important to deal with your inner world, your inner wounds, your unconscious, subconscious programming. It's important to become whole, own and embrace all parts of yourself. Take back your power 
uh, take back those parts of yourself that you gave away for other people uh, to love and accept when they did not. Own those parts of yourself, love yourself, accept yourself. Not an easy thing to do, but it's important and vital to do this. Ultimately, live a life of purpose. Uh, live for yourself. Live in a way that you are proud of the life that you're creating for yourself. Don't live it to impress other people. Don't give your power away to other people to accept or reject you. But rather, live it one where you are essentially living out of alignment with your authenticity and living for your life's purpose. Allow your past struggle to teach you and become a source of strength. Use the negative energy to fuel you towards actions as opposed to letting it diminish you. It's important to do these things. If we don't, we are going to be consumed by the desire for revenge, vengeance, which is an extremely destructive energy. Usually it ends up hurting ourselves more than the other. And to finish off a fantastic applicable quote, this one by Confucius, before you embark on a journey of revenge, be sure to dig two graves. This attesting to the extremely unproductive and futile pursuits of taking revenge. If you are struggling in this way, if you find yourself with an all-consuming drive to get back at those who have hurt you, this is incredibly understandable. Please understand this is a natural response to being abused. However, like I mentioned, it's important to use this energy to fuel you in a direction that'll be good for you, that'll ultimately allow you to move on and grow, become the healthiest version of yourself. Please allow me to help you through this process. If you are struggling in this way, uh, reach out for a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to chat with you and discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. You can reach me by phone, 252-696-4852. You can reach me by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. Thank you guys so much for joining me for today's episode. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.